ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists! And I'm here yep. to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's mm -hmm. not fair to deny me of the cross I bear that you gave to me. Now, I'd always thought the lyrics were, It's not fair to deny oh. me. Of the cross-eyed bear that you gave to me. And right. it was about him giving a sort of teddy bear that stare, both eyes stare towards each other. <laughs> oh, and he's so, like, I'm here to remind need, you of that bloody cross-eyed bear that yeah, I gave you. <laughs> you gave me, gave me a broken bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But it's not, but that's not the... Anyway. How are oh. you? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's another episode with a time limit that, of course, begins with Alanis Morissette. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm okay. I um, uh, uh, I couldn't sleep in the night, so I kept getting up and I installed a ever-increasing number of sheets and T-shirts trying to block out my window. Oh, no. So with the light... As you would cause was it light coming into the window that was stopping? Oh, it was yeah. It was just getting more and more and more. And I was like, I could just I'll just put another sheet up. I'll just all that. And then I broke my curtain rail. So I was like, well, no time like the present. So I repaired that last night. And then I heard boop. My flatmate. I used his real name by accident. Also, I'm going to try and stop calling him Weedo because uh, it doesn't really accurately convey who he is, and he's brilliant. Boop. getting up and brushing his teeth and I was like well I should get into bed um it's okay now I've fixed it which so is good what time do you and I've got... ordered an eye mask yeah that sounds right <laughs> what time did you um get to sleep oh probably about uh probably about quarter past eight what but I had I had already been to bed and tried to sleep before that uh it just hadn't worked very well I feel surprisingly perky, though. I think that the, you look, the quality of sleep I... Uh, no, not yet. But You've the got quality on a clean shirt. I definitely... Yeah, I look nice, don't you I? Do, yeah. Well, I, to be honest, because I rang I've you... got to make it to the church on time. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I've made an effort for you. You're the first person I've had to interact with today. That's true, but I messaged you at 12.05. Yeah. I didn't get a reply till about twenty past, and I was like, oh, "He's asleep. He's asleep." Yeah, There's no question of that. I heard, I heard the buzz of my phone at five past twelve, and went, "Ah, that means I'm meant to be up now." <laughs> well, I'm sorry you slept so badly. Um, no, it's fine. But you might, it might, it might reset your um, circadian rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm hoping to sort of, yeah, it's, it's like it's a crowbar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah, how are you feeling? I'm all right. Uh, a lovely response yesterday to uh, to to a lovely response today to yesterday's podcast. Mm. From have you uh, got some some nice messages? I've got I've got a lovely long email. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm going to read it out. Is that right? Yeah, go for it. Dear Paddy and Johnny, I wanted to send a note to thank you sincerely for yesterday's podcast episode about food and eating. Perhaps it's just my perception, but it feels as though eating challenges are talked about less often than other mental health challenges. And as someone who has grappled with eating challenges for a long time, being able to hear other people talk about this 
always makes me feel less alone. Well, that is great, because that's very much what we mm. want to do with this. What you said about acknowledging and accepting wherever you find yourself and being patient and kind with yourself as you seek to progress from that place was helpful. Was so helpful as was the reminder that sometimes food is just fuel and the bottom line is that your body needs it regardless of how you feel about it my eating challenges have led me to often hate spending time with or preparing food and i'm definitely going to investigate that real fast food book you mentioned it sounds like exactly the sort of thing i need thank you so much for drawing my attention to it well thank you i won't read out the name of the person who wrote that uh, in case they wouldn't have wanted sure, that. Sure, of course. Um, but uh, we know your name and we love you and we are very appreciative of you writing that and I hope you don't mind me reading it out, um, albeit anonymously. Um, well, lovely way to start the day. It is very nice because normally yeah. my emails are... Uh, <laughs> normally, yeah, our first meeting of the day is, right, let's see who's threatened us today. They're going to take my thumbs, Paddy. Yes. Um, no, it's normally a message. It's normally a very kind message from our agent saying, this is the eighth time I've asked, is there any chance you could do this thing you promised a year ago? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, have, I have sent the Zoom link. I'm sure you guys are just getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Oh. We should, maybe we should talk about sleep. Um, if and We talked about food yesterday or... or or maybe we'll talk about sleep later on in the week when you've had. Sleep. We could go through. We could go through all of the dwarves. <laughs> is there? <laughs> well, okay. You mean sleepy? Is there a foodie? Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. There's hungry, isn't? No. Sleep. Sleepy. Grumpy. So that's fair. Um, doc. When we talk about prescriptions. Dozy. Uh, dozy. Dozy's the sleepy one. Uh, and no, sleepy. Be a ho- Sweetie, sleepy oh. is the sleepy one. Oh, sleepy, yeah. There's dopey. There you go. I just done that one. Um, <laughs> there's got to be a hungry one. There's, there's not a hungry. Eats. There's Blitzen. Yeah, uh, Dasher. <laughs> Dasher. And Ringo. <laughs> and Ringo. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about sleep. I mean, I. It seems apt because I, I think I'm about ten. My brain's about ten seconds behind yours at the moment. Uh, but maybe there's a delay, so it seems it like a... <laughs> I always yeah. used to feel, when I used to drink, um, that when I was very hungover, it was mm. just like someone had shaved 30 points off my IQ, so I was down to 50, and, <laughs> you know, really struggling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that's quite, yeah, that's quite a good way of looking at it. What I've learnt by quitting drinking, which I did mm. 18 months ago, um, and, and I did it, by the way, there's no judgment in, and uh, I'm, I did it because um, there's no judgment I want to say if you drink uh, uh, quite the opposite I I did it because um, as I've mentioned <sighs> on this podcast before I have a a, a, a little girl and oh. she wasn't sleeping and ah. I found that even having like a sip of wine would mm. lead the next day having had such little sleep to be hellish so I decided to stop drinking but I also think I was using I think a lot of parents do this especially of of tiny ones I was using alcohol too much as a reward Mm. for getting through something so it's like as soon as she's asleep then you have a drink and I didn't like the way that was so I thought I'd stop drinking for a while also you and I do a job where wherever we go whatever we're doing while we're at work people offer us drinks it's very easy to fall into bad habits so I thought I'd just change that up and I was going to stop drinking I was going to start again or see if I could start again see how comfortable I was starting again and then the sure. lockdown happened and I realised this would be a terrible time to start drinking uh, Abs- uh, uh, yeah absolutely like that you know, but yeah, yeah. 
But what I learned by giving up drinking, da, 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 <laughs> more than anything else, is that hangovers, for me at least, mm. are, are really about a loss of sleep. I thought it was sort of dealing yeah. with the poison and the, the alcohol and all this sort of thing. And obviously it's dehydration and other things. But really, when you don't get any sleep, that's how you feel when you are hungover and you feel... Te- like, it's just lack of sleep. If you sleep enough, life is so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've not really had any hangovers at the, during the lockdown. Um because I mean I haven't been going out and boozing and sure. uh, like all sure. that sort of stuff, but that, that, but I've still I've still woken up feeling like shit most of the time. So I think I've come to the same conclusion as you, but from a different a different mm. angle. A lot of it is sleep. I know that my friend uh, Jeremy, who I love dearly, uh, who who is a little older than us, um, mm. uh, he's in his fifties. Uh, he said to me, I said, "How are you managing the um, the lockdown?" And he said, um, "Well, it's tricky, isn't it? You could just you know." I'd, I've got work to do, but I'm mostly sat in the garden. The weather's nice. How do you stop yourself drinking all day? Yeah. And he, yeah, yeah. he'd set himself a system where he doesn't drink Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday he has what he calls a shoulder, where you sort of shoulder your way back into it. You just have one drink. And then oh, it's, it's angling yourself it's at the angling bar. angling you back at yeah. the bar. And then <laughs> you have another shoulder on Sunday, where you sort of shoulder yourself back down to nothing. You just have one. So Monday and Tuesday, nothing. Wednesday... And Sunday, just one. And then he gets shit-faced Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's working quite well for him. That's really funny. My, my, my dad insists on telling me... It, like it, you know, if someone is quit drinking for a while, they mm. might, you know, you know, when you ask them how they're doing or something like that, mm. they might be like, you know what, I I gave up booze in you know in January, and actually I'm finding it all right. My dad, if you speak to him... Uh, during the day, if it's past seven pm, he'll tell you if he hasn't had a drink, right. and he won't say he won't not in a sad, but he won't be like, I "Haven't started drinking yet today, Pads." He goes, "You know what, Pads? I'm having a bit of an alco-free one today," and I'm like, "What would you mean?" And he's like, "Well, actually, I haven't had a drink." <laughs> You're like, "Great. Well, it's six fifteen uh, in, the, in the evening. I haven't had a drink, but I wouldn't have counted that as quitting booze." Yes, but like, the difference, I suppose, the difference is your dad's probably been up since five in the morning. Yeah, totally, and and he's yeah he's he just he, he's but he's the, the same similar to what you said earlier. He's trying to break his association with booze and reward, and I I think he's finding that more now that he's trying to retire, mm. um, and he's he. He's associated booze with reward so often that now he's like, well, now I've retired. Is that life's reward? Am I now? <laughs> like, yeah. So he he's now he's he's now not cautious with his booze, but he is very mindful of it. But I do enjoy that he basically tells me he's quit alcohol six times a week, and <laughs> and yet in such a charming way that I'm never worried. Like it's it's great. Him, but him and uh, my stepmother have said exactly the same thing. Now they're in lockdown. They're like, well, we've got a garden. And it's really sunny, and most of our time is now spent calling our kids and yeah. chatting with them. Well, it's sort of so, it's hard not to feel that you're sort of on holiday in that situation. If yeah, I suppose I say I mean, it's hard. It must be a nightmare. Uh, what a what a nightmare! It's hard. Not <laughs> what to feel a like nightmare! I'm on, I, yeah, I um, <laughs> I don't feel that at all. Uh, living in a very small flat in London with uh, a toddler uh, mm. who needs constant. Um, supervision and support although she was wonderful what i yeah talking about sleep um something very interesting happened i said to josie 
this morning. Because mm. she's so charming today, isn't she? The baby, the toddler. And then I thought, no, she's always charming. It's just this morning I'd, I'd slept quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh so, right, so you were putting, you, you, yeah, I, I completely understand. Yes, I completely understand where you're going from. About ten I, ha- days I have ago, that sometimes with you. Yeah, <laughs> he's very charming today. Yeah, like, oh, you know what, Charlie's very charming. Oh no, I've just had a good night. So I think we're certainly more tolerant of each other's shit. Like when, when we've both had a good night's sleep, we have a fantastic day. Yeah, I think that's true, and I, I, I think sleep impacts you so much, and. Uh, I, I, okay, so I I don't I, I my my business is 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 theatre and comedy, uh, which is slightly I know it's slightly weird, and I've never worked really nine to five because I I, I left college and then ran a pub and then yeah. um, started doing stand up and started writing plays and things. So I've never really had. I think I very briefly worked in a call centre. A charity call centre. You ring up people and ask them to give money. But I think even then the hours were like six p.m. till 10 p.m. or something because you were calling mm. out of. So I've never really had a nine to five and I've never really understood that. And I do personally believe that if you're feeling tired, you should have a sleep. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's very much rather your... than rather than <laughs> plow miserably through. But I appreciate mm. that most capitalists disagree. <laughs> no, I, I yeah, of course. No, I think I've 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 seen your sister. You got me into napping for the first time in my life. Mm. I'd never I'd never napped. I'd it's never my drug it. of choice. It is your drug of choice. And I remember even in the really early days of us working together, we'd be at you'd be at your flat or whatever and it would get to about two or three in the afternoon and mm. we'd have that slump that you sometimes have in the middle of the day and instead of being like let's go for a walk or let's have a smoke or let's have a tell you what let's put on a pop of coffee you'd be like well why don't we get into bed and I'd be like well I don't think that's going to increase productivity so much as perhaps <laughs> you know and yeah and then you and th- so then I started saying well you go and have a sleep and I'll go and have a cigarette and then it became well, we'll both get fully into our pajamas and go to bed, <laughs> and there, and we got into such swing of it that then when we'd have people round, like you know directors or like other comedians, and it would get to three, and you could tell we we're like, well, look, it's almost time for us to have a sleep, and we we'd have to explain that to you. Well, well uh, yeah, and you you showed me the way with that. I'm into them now. I've certainly never believed that um, there's any value. Mm. in working through discomfort. There's value in getting something done and there's value in making good things. But yeah. I've, I've had a lot of disagreements with people who are like, well, if you don't start at eight in the morning, uh, then there's a, there isn't a... You're missing uh, the whole day, Johnny. Okay, you're missing the whole yeah, night. Exa- exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any, any value in getting work done at different times of the day and I don't think there's any... Um, I don't think there's any. I think if you are the sort of person who likes to push through feeling like shit um, and work through it, and that's something you in, you want to do, great. But I think most people do yeah. just because they're forced to by a boss. And um, I, I've always been either um, my own boss through being sort of a freelance comedian, or yeah. very slapdash at my job when I've had a boss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So it's never been a huge, you know, people have been so little expected of me that they were sort of quite tolerant of the fact that when you run a pub as well, or even if you just work in a pub, 
Mm. There are long days with breaks in them, in that between 3pm and 5pm, between sort of lunchtime and the evening shift starting, um, Mm. there are very few people who come in, so why not? Yeah, you're just serving me and my dad. Yeah, yeah, so... (laughs) um, uh, I I agree with you. I I think it's fascinating, and I think that... I don't know. I, I yeah. When I worked in pubs, I only ever worked in the evenings, and that's where I thrive. Really, it's the same with gigging. Mm. Um, I mean, my, my not my second job was the only job I've ever had where I had to get up super early in the morning all the time. Okay. And that was at a guard. That was at a garden centre. This is this is the first job was training ferrets. First job was the ferrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second job was well, gardens. I say garden centre. Oh, I was in God. the plant, the plant nursery that supplied the garden centre. And was it um, secretly a kind of mafia drug lord? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we kept a couple of pandas out back. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just. I remember. I, I I had to show up at about you know, f- you know five a.m. and it was a short. It was a short walk from the village that I lived in. Okay. But it was really nice. There was there was only one. I wanted to arrive on time because I was I was about thirteen or fourteen or something like that, and I wanted to show that I meant it and I needed this summer job and all this sort of thing. There was one lady who was always there before everyone else, and she was the lady who did the the equivalent of the punch cards, like that would be like he was on time, he wasn't on time, he wasn't, and she always said I was on time even when I wasn't because. Uh, she was like, you make so much more of an effort to show up on time than all the people who earn so much more than you. Oh, so she nice. and yeah, absolutely. And but I haven't, had, yeah, but I haven't had a job that I had to get up super early since then, other than when we've had to get a mm. flight. <laughs> like, that's barely a job, though, is it? Exactly. That's, that's happened once every two years. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we've got a job somewhere which involves a car coming to get us for us to fly somewhere. I don't <laughs> yeah. think we can really like a pair of wankers. I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I forgot but that my is first uh, job. sorry. That's yeah. My go first for it. Sorry. Job was a um, I it was paper round. Yeah. Um, lovely. And I went from paper round to the person who sorts the papers, so that you get this huge stack and it's ready to go. So then you get up mm. even earlier. So my first job started at six. Then I moved to the five a.m. job. That was. Oh. Yeah, but it was a better job and it was better paid because you're sort of uh, organising things in the uh, office. And then I. Started serving behind the counter. This was in it was a call, it was in a one stop. Um, oh, I love one stops. Oh, lovely! And I worked that summer. I would work from five until ten a.m. every day. Right. And five until ten a. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. So five yep. hours. It's a five hour shift. <laughs> yeah. Um, or five until nine a.m. It might have been actually. It was just a four hour shift, and right. I'd work every single day and then be completely free. Mm. And then I wouldn't go to bed till like midnight. Yeah. Um, and I'd be fine to get up. I'd just wake up at like a minute to five, cycle the six hundred yards that you could walk. You could cycle it in a minute or, or walk it in four. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I didn't seem to need much sleep because I was young. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's I maybe that's it. There must be that. I always think that when i was a teenager i would have required those because you're learning and you're mm. you know you, you have to be fed properly and you have to all this stuff and i've uh, not in any kind of like oh woe is me way i've slept like shit most of my life and a lot of that's self-inflicted and a lot of that is now like stuff i've tried to medicate and th- that both self-medication and prescriptive medication and it's it's such a 
It's so massive. And I, I remember, I remember, you remember people used to say all the time, well, Margaret Thatcher, she only slept for two and a half hours a night. Yeah, she had she ran no the country. empathy. And she was an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. She ran the country into the fucking ground. What I would like, say is I think it, it, you are not as generous or thoughtful if you've had a less sleep. I, I, I thought you were going to say as Thatcher, and I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, one is not... I don't think it's easy to be kind and generous. I'm much more snappy and grumpy when I've not had enough sleep. And mm. I don't believe... Of course, the sort of... The Thatcher was, was someone who hadn't had enough sleep. She's an absolute cunt. She's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, she's like, oh, okay, oh, what about a poll tax? I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we've waffled on enough. Um, are you going to go and have a little sleep? No, got, got got another Zoom call in nine minutes, dude. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, you could have a sleep. We're Actually, not, yeah, um, I could I'm have not. a micro sleep. You could have a micro sleep. Um, yeah. I... Thank you to everyone who supports us. I always do this at the end of the show. Um, uh, Paddy, do you want to do it? Oh. <laughs> So I was halfway, halfway through having a drink. Oh, I'm having a lovely break. Um, yeah, thank you to everyone who support. Oh, you've put me on the spot. Thank you to everyone who supports us on um, Patreon and on Coffee and on all the various other ways you can do it, like buying our music on Bandcamp and stuff like that. It's hugely appreciated. And we are now getting, as Johnny's pointing out, we're getting some lovely, lovely messages from people. Johnny's doing faces at me. <laughs> I, was trying to, I, was trying to, I was trying to do it because uh, you're doing a great job, but I was trying to make it look like I was like, what is he doing? I know, yeah, you, you look frozen in horror. All right, I've done half of it you can do the rest um please continue to support us patreon.com forward slash johnny and the baptists where you can subscribe and give us a monthly donation that would be incredibly lovely uh, uh, as a way to support the show continuing forward um or if you're not comfortable with that or you don't feel that that is something you have the resources to do you could buy us a coffee ko <laughs> <laughs> a panda has just appeared on the screen. <laughs> um, finger puppets. <laughs> K-O uh, hyphen, I'm not looking. K-O hyphen F-I dot com forward slash Baptists. Um, buy us a coffee uh, if you can. We'd love that. Um, if you can't afford anything, and there are plenty of people for whom that is the case, uh, you could always just email us and say, I enjoy the show mm. and um, thanks for making it. Or something. Or, or I hate the show, yeah. but, but I like the theme tune. Or drop us a review <laughs> on iTunes or uh, tell a friend about it or whatever you'd like, really. And uh, and JohnnyandTheBaptists at gmail.com is how you get in touch with us. Or you could tweet uh, all your friends saying, please listen to the show, Johnny underscore Baptist. Yes, please. That would be lovely. Um, we might get River on the show. Yeah, I mean we've got to, we've got to, we've got to do this terror thing, and we haven't talked about teachers. No, so I mean there's, uh, but it's, this week's been a but mess. It's, not, it's nice to have a few things, you know, coming up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're doing very well, regardless. Um, All right, darling. Have a lovely day. Yeah. Have a lovely day. Thank you for talking to me. I, I love you. I love you lots. Bye. Bye. Bye.